Hey folks, Armin Hammer here, and you are about to enjoy an interview that I just recently had with Matt O'Keefe, who is the man who is running both Wadapalooza and the newly announced West Coast Classic. On top of that, he's an agent for some of the biggest, best athletes in our sport, from Matt Fraser to Katrin Davis' daughter to Brooke Wells, you name it, and if they're at the top of the list, they probably have something to do with Matt O'Keefe. Now, we got a chance to talk about the new CrossFit Games season, how those athletes are approaching their training and their seasons, and how this whole new format is going to be affecting people like him who are actually in the weeds running these events. I hope you guys enjoy the conversation. I'll catch you guys next time. Let me uh, let me ask you about, uh, I think the last, so the last time we talked, last time we did like a, a interview thing on Instagram, I don't think Wadapalooza had been sanctioned yet or it had just been, san- uh, just gotten its sanctioning. Um, but now you're the first of these event producers to have a second event. So now you, you have the West Coast Classic. How did, how did that come about? Yeah, I think, um, well, I'll tell you what, like, I think in general, we, we want to do more. Um, you know, we are, they, you know, love the community and want to be, be a bigger part and, you know, bring solid events to the community. And I think we will do more uh, over time, either expanding on these brands or maybe even other events, hopefully. Um, it sort of just stemmed out of that. Like, I think, you know, we were, you know, we've been very vocal um, about wanting to do more and helping the system and, and supporting it anywhere we can. And the, the opportunity popped up that, you know, I think for all of us, it was obvious that there was a gap ge- geographically uh, with Calif- absent an event in California. And, you know, by the way, we're super sad that we can't do it this year, um, but it's best for us, CrossFit Games, CrossFit, the community, that we take our time and get this thing done right for 2020. And, uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, the opportunity arose, you know, um, CrossFit wanted an event there. We wanted to do another event. Um, we really wanted to be those people. And, you know, over time, you know, we talked through it and, and here we are. I, I couldn't uh, kind of pinch myself with that. You're an OG CrossFitter, like California CrossFit, Delmar, like it just checks all the boxes. I'm, I'm proud of that and I like, cannot wait to dig in on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, when I first heard, I remember I was, when I first had a conversation with, with Greg Glassman in uh, September, um, you know, he mentioned Del Mar as one of the options, uh, not one of the options, like one of the locations that they were basically like locking in at the moment. And, um, I got like unreasonably excited because I, you know, we've, we've been to that venue, the, that 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 spot Del Mar has like a special special heart um, to to the CrossFit space, especially because of you know it, how it's hosted regionals over the past you know six or seven years, and um, SoCal itself is just such like a hub for uh, you know CrossFitters. The interesting thing to me though is there's kind of like uh, there's like the skeleton of an actual season happening now, right? Because there's multiple events under the same umbrella. You know, you guys are running different flavor events, right? So West Coast Classic is going to be a little bit different than Wadapalooza in in some ways, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, and and some of that's to play out. I think we have a pretty good idea of, of how we'll go with that. And I think, you know, it's foundational too. I think we have, um, high hopes on 
<clears throat> building it to be more and, and, and allowing more people to get involved in it. You know, will it be a, a Waterpalooza style festival? I don't know. Like, we'll see how it plays out. I think we're not forcing anything. We know what people loved out there, and we're going to bring that back for sure, which is, you know, elite athletes competing. We want it to have a really cool local flavor. We, we intend on <clears throat> being, um, you know, being letting the local, you know, professional high-end CrossFit athletes, we're giving them access um, along with bringing the world elite component to it as well. We want, you know, we want it to still, you know, have, a, you know, a California West Coast flavor, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we'll look at opportunities to build some more of a festival around it. You know, the nice part too is like that venue, we've lived as as regional in that building. And regionals are very cookie cutter for a lot of reasons because they've had to be able, be able to scale it and make it, you know, sort of the same test across the board. We might be able to get out of the building a little, you know. Um, the, the There's a lot going on at that venue. And if, if for people that haven't been there, it's a horse track near the ocean, you know, hint, hint, like there's a lot we can do um, there, which is really exciting. They have huge festivals on that property. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's some fair that is there every year and it's around, I think, the 4th of July, but it runs for like, you know, 40 straight days uh, and it's massive and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people go to it. So, yeah, I mean, that, you know, I'll say this, we're going to, you know, we're going to definitely, we have a lot, we have a lot of time here to build this thing. And we've got a lot of cool ideas that we're going to start really quickly putting some shape on. And uh, we'll always look to do more, involve more people and, and give people more access. That's awesome. You know, I, I think one other sort of interesting bit that, that kind of gives this whole thing a more, um, the whole thing being the night, the, the new season uh, more of like a polish is that you guys are, partnering up with um fitness in cape town right so there's there's kind of this relationship between your podium and the the fitness in cape town um for people who don't know what the details are there it's basically that uh taking second or third at wadapalooza gets you entry into the the pro division at at uh in cape town right yeah so basically you know what we're um Yes, the answer is yes. So the second and third will have a, a an entry into Cape Town. Um, you know what we're going to do with you know that is try to talk to a lot of these events. I think um, you know there's a lot of qualifiers to be done. I think like I think that's an obvious thing that sticks out here. And I think you know um, proving yourself on a floor I think is a big deal. So basically, we're, we're we've talked to a bunch of the. Um, the organizers and we're working on trying to do more with that which is you know we we, we sit in a nice spot on the calendar um I, you know i think you know over long haul we'll see how that what, what type of shape that takes but i think you know what sticks out for me um and i think a lot of us in the space is even organizers that want to have their own online qualifiers wow it's going to be hard to ask you know xyz athlete that is in that mid-range that's going to have to try to go to a lot of events to do 10 to 12 qualifiers, you know, it'd be nice to have some sort of system in place that, you know, they do well at a sanctioned event, which is a pretty solid proving ground that's judged, you know, uh, live. And it's, you know, a, a moment that's not repeatable, right. That, that, you know, they give, uh, they're given, 
you know, a reward for that that allows them to not have to maybe, you know, pound their head against the wall at home for three or four weeks for an event down the right. line. Yeah, I think I think that cohesiveness is uh, really important to this thing being successful. And there needs to be a way for athletes to have a clear path that isn't going to be running their bodies into the ground, right? The the sad reality is yeah. not everyone is Matt or Katrin um, or Tia or you know, or Mayhem, right? That just are going to get invited to the top events and aren't going to have to necessarily worry about making, um, you know, making it through a dozen qualifiers or even half a dozen qualifiers. You know, the, the open is already, <laughs> the open's already as stressful as an event can possibly be, even for the best in the world, you know, uh, stretching that out across a nine month season with like 10 versions of the open happening is, is just a, a recipe for disaster for these athletes. Um, but speaking of, of the athletes, right? So we, since the last time we spoke, there's been so many more of these events announced and uh, you have a pretty, pretty impressive stable of, of uh, talent that you, you manage, you know, has your strategy as your approach is kind of like helping them, you know, uh, help helping guide them through this new season. Has that changed now that you have a better idea of what the actual season is going to look like? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it has for sure. I think for all of us, I mean, for them specifically, cause you know, they're all smart kids that, you know, make solid decisions and understand, like they now understand the system, right? Like, I think that's a big piece of it. Like what, what's been presented. I think, you know, there's still some stuff to come, you know, some rules to drop, but um, you know, a lot of them have spent a lot of time wrapping themselves around sort of how to navigate <laughs> the new system. And we have now what's a framework for this year. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, that everybody's pretty dug in on, you know, you got to go early, right? Like, I think that that's all, you know, a lot of these people are going to go early and, and, you know, I think play out the rest from there. I, I think it'll just be, I think Dubai will tell a pretty interesting, you know, again, <clears throat> Matt is going to Dubai. Like, you know, um, there's some great girls, Laura, Annie and Sarah competing in Dubai as well. Like, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and how people feel after they watch that, which is like, okay, you know, the winners, you know, how do they feel about the rest of the year? Because, like, I don't think you can predict how, you know, it's not regionals anymore, but it is. Like, so, but you're still going to pro- you're still going to have to do the Open. So, like, how does that, like, how do you feel now? Do you feel, like, liberated or, or it'll be just interesting. Like, I, you know, I was talking to Ben Bergeron a little bit about it yesterday. It's just, you know, be interesting to see what the rest of the calendar looks like, you know, when these guys who do qualify in December, January, and February, you know, it's different now. Like your off season now is almost between open or sanctioned event and games, you know, next year going in, like the, the off season will not be post games because you'll be coming back into the open and the open from all estimations will be weighted so that you will want to do it and almost have to do it, uh, which is great. Um, I just, yeah, it's the whole thing's interesting. I think, you know, I mean, you're as in the weeds of it as anyone. I just, um, it's going to be great. Like, I think the the structure as it plays out, now we can see it a little more and, like, what's been put down in the framework. It's there. Like, everything's in place, and now we just need some rules, which I know are coming, that will tell us, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, this is what it means. So that the – I think that would be the one piece from an athlete perspective that's missing right now is 
what does it mean if I win my country and I win a sanctioned event? Or what does it mean if I win just a sanctioned event or just my country? Um, I think, you know, there's been some stuff dripped out, but we, you know, until we sort of see that on the game site and it says these are the rules, I think that they're uneasy about that and, and justifiably, right? I mean, yeah. they're playing a sport that right now that doesn't necessarily have a rule book. So, you know, guys who are going to Dubai are playing with one rule like hey if i win i get a ticket to the games but i don't know what that necessarily means yet yeah the the um the lack of clarity right now is uh i can imagine probably causes a little bit of stress um yeah. I, I was talking to fakowski about this actually and you know for him i think he he kind of is a good representation of of that top level athlete because when i was asking him how he felt about a lot of the unknowns he was like, honestly, it doesn't doesn't really change what I'm trying to do, other than changing the location of the event I'm trying to win. Right. You know, for him, he's like, I'm still gonna win. I'm, I'm that's my goal. I'm trying to go out there and win these events. I'm trying to go out there and qualify for the games. He's like, maybe I don't really know what it means to like do well in the open and win these events, or I don't really know what it means to like decide between the open and these events. But for me, it doesn't matter because his, his like he's like my goal doesn't change. I'm still trying to go out there, and so I imagine it's. It's similar for uh, you know that like top echelon, those athletes that are constantly getting in the top ten at the games, who kind of know they can step into these events and win. It's it's that middle tier of of athletes, like the bottom half of athletes at the games, who are probably really caught off guard and maybe a little a little worried about exactly what those details are going to mean for their future. Yeah, I think that, that that's. A- and we were talking about this yesterday. It was like sort of the tail end of the season where like, you know, those events in May and June come up and like, there'll be a definite level of chaotic urgency, you know, um, for, for a individual. Um, and there'll be posturing for super teams. Like, I think the, the whole thing, that's where it gets super interesting. I think we've even seen it. Like some of the teams have been, uh, you know, come out in the media for the, the, Waterpalooza team division and I mean if if you've seen that and take a look at that that's pretty impressive um it's one of the things that you know being on the inside and getting to have seen that and soak that in for the last you know month or so I was baffled you know I was like wow this is (laughs) actually pretty cool like you know what's going on there do I know that all those athletes are going team I don't know but they're going team at our event um and it's going to be really cool to watch um but, you know, maybe that's part of it, too, which is some hedging, you know, you know, the team thing with, you know, I don't know, we think 15 teams will be there at this point. That could be really cool, especially if you start plugging in a lot of really good games athletes. Yeah, there's a lot to play out there. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think um, overall, you know, I have to say, first of all, we all have faith that this thing will be structured and the rules will come out the right, you know, and look great. Like, I, I don't think um, there's any – you know, lack of trust there. I think it's just some uneasiness on timing. And by the way, we were involved in a chaotic transition that, you know, I'm sure CrossFit knows that. We know that. Athletes know that. It's quick and, you know, it was abrupt. So I think, you know, things will play out. It's just everybody's all right. Like they're just, you know, they're just like, hey, you know, I, I think you are you couldn't have put it better when you're like, you know, they know where, what the end game, the end goal is. I think and they know what they – look like they have to do um you know i think 
it just, you know, it's that coupled piece. It's like, what does it mean if I do both? Like, does that get me past something at the games? That'd be really cool to know because I think that that's the biggest thing I think probably on all their minds is like, am I going to work out with 220 people and, you know, for, you know, how does it get from that number to the 40 or the 10 or whatever ends up being what the numbers are that they get hacked up? I think that could, is probably for especially that upper echelon, the most concerning piece is like, what does it, how do I get to 10? You know, how do I get right. to that final 10 that, that that's been kind of spilled out there? You know, is that, you know, Fran, is that, you know, is that a, you know, a, a group of workouts? You know, like, what is the test that gets me there? I, by the way, you and I know we've been around long enough. It's going to be a good test. Uh, it's going to be fine. I think just absent of knowing what that looks like, I think that's where a lot of the uneasiness is in that that upper echelon of the sport. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm actually really excited about for this season. Uh, you know, I, I, I try and I'm not trying to like, uh, you know, bring down the hype train, but I think people need to understand that the 2019 game season is going to be very weird. There's going to be a lot of growing pains. It's going to be a lot of weird situations that, that, you know, we haven't seen in the games before. And it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be a failure. It's not going to fall apart. It's not going to, it's not going to fail at finding the fittest people and team on earth or whatever, but it is certainly going to have some pains, uh, in this transition. So I think, I think people, um, people who are like really apocalyptic with their outlook have to kind of chill a little bit and, and give it the space it needs to find it itself. And the people who are like just failingly optimistic also need to chill a little bit because there are going to be some slip ups, you know, uh, yeah. but those slip ups aren't going to be things that, that greatly change the outcome. It's not going to, it's not like it, there's a, there's, there's no way that the new format like pushes Matt, out of contention, right? There's no way that the new format pushes, you know, Tia Claire Toomey out of contention because they just are the fittest people on earth. Like they're, they're going to, they're going to find, no matter what the test is, they're going to find their way to compete in that, in that level. Um, you know, so I think, I think that 2019 season is going to be a little bit weird, but once it wraps and we get into the 2020 season, I think things are going to be a lot more comfortable. Like we're going to very, very quickly adapt to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm getting there. Like I, I agree. I think that, you know, and, and that's some of, you know, the conversations I've had is like, you know, that this season's going to end up being great. I think when we look back after the first week in August and we're like, Oh wow. Okay. You know, I think that will be the response. Like, yeah, that was great. You know, um, and even along the way, I think it will take a lot of shape. I agree. I think like that next year is when we sort of get to put the, you know, the, you know, the tweaks in and, and really put some shape on this. I mean, ah, just look at like, I'm a sports geek. Like this works. This isn't, this isn't an untested, unproven model, right? This is a lot of sports go this route. You know, you know, you want to globalize, set up a tour, independent events. Like this is the way to go about it. Um, and you want to set up a solid structure for an individual sport, even a team sport like this. Um, this is the way to go about it. Like this is not, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Um, I think that, yeah, I have, I have a lot of hope and, and hope's even, even a bad word. I, I trust that this is going to work really well. For sure.
for sure. I, I agree with you. Um, I'm, I'm, we're on the same page there. You know, I think uh, um, CrossFit has proven itself to have uh, an understanding of how best to to run this thing, and you know, uh, they're they're just I think conforming the games format to uh, uh, something that has proven to work in a lot of other sports uh, away from something like as good as the open regionals games format was it wasn't that great for everybody it was really good for a handful of people and it was pretty terrible for a lot of other people and i think this new version is really going to open the doors for for so many other people to to be able to kind of be a big part of this sport um, in a way that we haven't seen before um, just before we, we wrap up here, Matt, is there anything specific that you're, uh, you're really looking forward to with, with either Wadapalooza or the West coast classic, maybe, maybe things that, that we may not know yet. Any like secrets you want to, you want to spill? Yeah, secrets. Well, yeah, I would say like, well, talk, touch on Wadapalooza first because it's really hot right now. Like we're not only in the community, but you know, us in our planning, it's, it, it's so exciting. Uh, getting daily daily i'm getting really charged up because of just pieces that are coming into place and we've got a lot of great plans for you know our leadership stage um we've made a huge you know what was started before we've made a bigger investment into um you know our old tina hill stage which is that natural amphitheater we've eliminated that as a competitive stage and we've turned that into sort of an educational leadership uh component of our event and We've got some really cool people coming in to, to be a part of that. Um, you know, Ben Bergeron, Jason Kalipa are coming in. You know, we have nutritionists, uh, things that I wish I could say now that aren't completely done, but I think will be done. But industry leaders, even in and out of the space, um, you know, we have a lot of brands committed to bring some inside and outside the space talent to, to appear. Um, I got to say, like, if, if I'm a big, you know, geek CrossFitter, if I'm just someone who wants to, like, get out of the cold, That'll be a good place to be for a few days. Um, we've got some really cool stuff going on down there. Where that Thursday now is becoming a really cool component of what we're doing. We've added a one-day competition to Thursday, which we just announced the other day, called the Gauntlet. And you know, if you want to get on the Waterpalooza floor, you can. You know, I, I may do it. Maybe I'll jump in. Like it's <laughs> so. It's it's just. We're, we're, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, we're trying to get better. It will be, um, the partners that have, you know, invested in, in this year are super excited and we're excited about them. They're helping us grow the event. Uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited just, you know, new year's to get here, come and go and us to start moving in the park and putting shape on it. We've changed the format of the park a little bit. We've, uh, We've added a stage to uh, compensate for that stage we're eliminating at Tina Hills, which will be between uh, the Bayside stage and Flagler, which are the two traditional old stages. Interesting. Um, yeah, if you're an ultra fan, it's kind of where the ultra stage main stage went. Um, so uh, we've moved Athlete Village to what we think is a way better location for athletes, um, you know, and exposed some more waterfront for for you know, uh, consumers and fans to come and hang out and get to, you know, feel that Miami vibe. Yeah. It's, uh, so Miami will be amazing. So I, you know, get down there. You're coming, right? Yeah. That's, that's the plan. 
That's the plan. Yeah. I'll, 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 we'll you, get there Thursday. We'll put you through the gauntlet. <laughs> I'm going to have to start training. I'm going to have to start actually doing some fitness. If that's going to be the case. <laughs> the, the, um, California I, news aside from, you know, I cannot wait to roll my sleeves up with that more. Um, we've done a site visit. Um, you know, got super excited. I've been to the event, obviously. Um, yeah, I just, I'm excited for that, like that, for that to play out. We've got, you know, we've got to do a lot of work. We intend on really digging in with the local community and people that have been a part of the event in the past too. I think, you know, that's going to be an important piece. We really want some continuity there. Um, and, you know, we're, you know, have Wadapalooza as an experience that we can build off of. We also are an event company that, that has a lot of experience outside of even the fitness space. I think we have some plans. California is a good spot to, to bring, you know, a, a festival. So we're going to, we're going to build something really cool there. Awesome, man. Well, I'm looking forward to, to both those events and uh, I'm really excited to see what Wadapalooza, what Wadapalooza does. Cause I've seen some of those teams, man, those teams look crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a wild roster of people, dude. Oh man. I can't uh, even, you know, you gotta, you, you guys all in the media got to start making some predictions. That's not for me to do. <laughs> I mean, the game's podium is there and then a bunch of super teams. I don't, uh, I don't know what to think. You know, I know our programming is, outrageously cool so i think it'll be fun to watch um and uh you know i just saw what those guys produced uh you know recently and tested and it looks like it's going to be the most exciting test we've ever had so these guys are in for an awesome ride that's fantastic dude well thank you so much matt for your time man i really appreciate it it's been good talking to you thank you thanks for always great catching up with you and thanks for having me on of course yeah i'll catch you later bud